Welcome to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Are you ready to be the go-to expert in the retirement plan community? Listen in as we share ideas, resources, and best practices that you can use to professionalize your firm, demonstrate your authority, and earn more 401k business. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining today's podcast with Justin Witz, who is the founder of uh, co-founder with Plan Tools and co-founder of Catapult. So welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. I appreciate it. And I'm uh, excited to be here. I feel like you and I have... Um you know, grown up together a lot of ways in the 401k world, you know, 10, 10-ish years now we've known each other. Uh, so it's a, awesome to have you, welcome you, and we get to learn a little bit more about the thought process that you've had through Plan Tools and about Catapult. So with that, you know, Justin, tell us about what is Plan Tools? Done. Okay. So you're right. We have grown up together. I feel like we're the youth that brings in disruption. <laughs> it's crazy to think of it that way. Um Plan Tools is a retirement plan reporting toolkit. It's pretty unique in the sense that it's very customizable, whether you're doing unique quarterly monitoring report meetings or just quarterly meetings with your plan committees. We're catering to a very customized stack of investment policy statement criteria, which is vital and important when you think about how you want to approach things from your methodology perspective, because everyone thinks they're unique and one of a kind. We help cater to that process. Or you're looking to evaluate benchmarking, anything from that pedigree as well. We are that one-stop shop toolkit. Awesome. That sounds very comprehensive, especially for professional retirement plan advisors. <laughs> Definitely does. <laughs> uh, and then a couple of years ago, you had this idea where you said, hey, rocking and rolling with plan tools, but you know what? I, I want to expand and continue to grow the empire. And you launched Catapult. So tell us about Catapult. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, I started my career in the Air Force. Um, I served, got out you know, from a tour in Iraq back in January of 2011, which is when I started in plan tools. One of the things that I did in the military was request for proposals. Mm. And I didn't really think there was any connection to the retirement plan industry because at the time I used to ignore so many things people would say about ERISA because it just seems so arduous and archaic and just a, a debacle to take in. But I found that there was a lot of consistencies and complementary features. And so one of the things that I wanted to strive for was bringing information at the forefront to decision-making in similar fashion to what we did with government entities. And so Catapult's very unique and one of a kind in the sense that it is an industry agnostic RFX platform. We say RFX because we support requests for proposals, due diligence questionnaires with your investment committee, I'm sorry, your uh, DCIOs in that perspective, um, but also running side-by-side -side comparisons of record keepers to evaluate fees, services, investment lineups as well. That's fantastic. The Back in the day, I'll say it like that, we used to run Excel spreadsheets. So this yes. is, um, I think a lot of advisors, not a lot anymore, there's been a lot of transition in the last decade, but I think some advisors still sometimes, uh, they try and put it together in an Excel spreadsheet so that way you can see that true apples to apples to apples comparison. Correct. And now it's completely digitized, digitalized, um, which is supportive to them. I love it. Yeah. Um, so what do you think is the greatest advantage that 401k advisors have today? Oh, man. Uh, I will tell you that I look at it from a perspective of no one wants to have a bad quarterly meeting with their investment committee or just the committee in general. That's the ultimate goal everyone has. The greatest advantage people can have 
is building trust. Trust is the most important thing. I know it's simplistic to say, but that is your greatest. How can I build and retain trust? That's all you have. Nice. Um, and how does your offerings <laughs> with an S uh, give those advisors that ability for trust from a competitive advantage standpoint? Yeah, definitely. So I think the model that we've lived by for quite some time has been, how do you become consistently good, occasionally great? There's no such thing as perfect. No one's ever going to hit that mark every single time. But what can you do to be consistently good? And I'm actually embarrassed to admit this. I just recently got into basketball um, and I have some friends that play. And one of the things that they were sharing with me was it's no one's goal to get 40, 50, 60 points in a game. I mean, that's obviously wonderful if they can do it. It helps tremendously. But ultimately, it's how can I be consistent? How can my passes be smooth? Can they be fluid? Are our shots precise? Are they coming off the fingertips quickly? How can we continue? to be on spot on at all times, even when you're not the key person at all times. And so one of the things that Caterpillar or Plant Tools does in this case is we help support you in avoiding that bad committee meeting. Mm -hmm. Again, sticking with that, hey, how do I not want to go into a bad committee meeting and have a great one consistent or occasionally, sorry, consistently good, occasionally great approach. That's what Plant Tools helps people do. And one of the ways that we do that is properly assigning standards and criteria to different asset classes. That way you can intentionally focus, laser focus on those key variables and metrics that matter to you in that decision-making process. You know, American Funds Capital Group now, mm -hmm. uh, they, I still to this day think they had one of the greatest marketing slogans. Every single one of their wholesalers forever has always used the term doubles and singles. We're consistent yes. at doubles and singles. And they use the baseball analogy, not the basketball analogy. But I, I just think that everyone can visualize, you know, you can visualize the grand slam, but how often do the batters get up and hit a grand slam? Like not often, but That's right. if a batter can consistently do doubles and singles, you're going to be cheering in the crowd. And I think that's what a lot of people want to hear is consistency over time is what, what wins the race. And there was a movie made on that with the Oakland A's for that simple reason. Oh, yeah. That was Moneyball. <laughs> yes. With Chris Pratt. Great movie before he became Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so based on your experience, what is one piece of advice you'd give to retirement plan advisors that are looking to enhance their business? Oh, so... I've been fortunate to get a lot of experience in seeing how advisors run their practices, even though I've never done it myself. And the one thing I can say is one of the strongest things I can do right now is identify people of like-minded mentality to collaborate, work with from a strength perspective. They're competing against giants. So how do they own that in and really stand apart, even though they're a smaller shop? Because when you look at it, 95% of the industry is, what's that common term, one to two Plantoni shops. So how do you really compete against someone who is a 500-pound gorilla? And that's identify people with like-minded mentalities. With um, the state IRA mandates and Secure 2.0 and all those wonderful tax credits, there's been many conversations had recently that there's going to be a shift back to the generalist advisor as opposed to the 401k specialist advisor. We're hearing a lot of home offices 
doing cross-training on their advisors who do not have 401k experience, but trying to give them enough information that they could feel confident to reach out to their trusted business owner relationships. So what you just said, I was like, how do you compete? Well, if the pendulum has swung from, we had a bunch of generalists in the space, we consolidated M&A, we got a bunch of specialists in the space, and now the pendulum over the next five-ish years is going to swing back towards having more generalists. So I think to dovetail what you just said, the more that 401k advisors can really lead the charge and talk about why working with an expert, why working with a specialist, starting PEPs, you know, is another um, PEPs, MEPs, GOPs is another way that a lot of advisors are trying to differentiate themselves as well. Yeah, I would completely agree with you there. I love this question. Um, If you were to look ahead 10 years, 2033, what does the 401k world look like then? I've got two different views of this. I've got the view of what do I think the record keeping space is going to look like and what does the advisory space look like? I think right now, I mean, you you just said it, Secure 2.0. We're talking about the Consolidation Appropriations Act as well, which is the CAA. One thing that's been very consistent from record keepers is they all believe it's going to cost $100 million or more to build out their infrastructures to support both of those things. Sure. And if you look at the landscape of record keepers, there's hundreds of them, barely a select few make more than $15 million in ARR. So the record-keeping landscape in the next 10 years is going to be saturated. I think there'll be 20, maybe 25 really refined, prepared record-keepers in this space, and that's it. The rest are either going to go belly up or they're going to be smart, look at the landscape right now and what the future holds and sell while they can. Um, otherwise, they're just going to lose that business one way or another. I mean, look at Empower and what they're doing right now. It's just a matter of time that others are going to follow suit. So that's the record-keeping side. On the advisory side, for those listening, when I joined Plan Tools, we had under 100 clients. Um, mixed were RAAs and then a majority were smaller advisory shops. Now we cater to eight out of the top 15 aggregators over the past three and a half years. Um, we have hundreds of RAs using us in advisory firms. So I've had firsthand experience of seeing how they're navigating these waters. And one of my close friends, if you're bidding against him and you're both using Empower, he is going to immediately walk in with a 20% discount due to the volume of size he has. So this is no longer, hey, how can we continue to compete against the, the big boys? You, you can't. They have relationships that are so strong, they get better deals, better investments that no one else will touch unless they have that magnitude of business with them. You know, for wealth advisors, it's easy. You can be a one-person shop, make a million and a half a year, and you're completely satisfied and fine. That's not going to go away. But for financial advisors, oh, it's it's pure disruption. You're either going to join an aggregator, you're going to team up with like-minded individuals, as I said earlier, or you're just going to lose that business left and right. And I don't I don't see a way out of that. It just won't happen. Um, so I think you'll see the landscape of advisors shrink in size as well. And then I think you'll see dominant independent aggregators and then full-fledged aggregators that are backed um, survive. That's my take. You know, the other thing I'll, I'll comment on with the record keeper side, and I've been standing up my soapbox for many years <laughs> about this now, payroll integration. Yes. <laughs> it should not be this we we have you know one record one payroll provider. It 
please, if you're listening and you're part of a record keeper team, look at the look at how to do it. I know it costs money. I know it takes time, resources, and talent. But that, in my opinion, especially in today's tech forward world, that should just be part of the yes. part of it. It shouldn't be this like uh, this additional dialogue around payroll integration. It should be a one-click API integration because um, <laughs> it's the number one thing that most small business owners mess up on. And that's that's my soapbox. I will leave it like that. <clears throat> I second it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Justin, this was great. Anything else you want to add for folks to learn more about plan tools, catapult to the great work that you and your team are working on? Yeah, definitely. So plantools.com, P-L-A-N-T-O-O-L-S.com is for plant tools, then catapults, catapulthq.com for headquarters. Either one that you're looking at, I think is going to completely support the needs that you have as an advisor. We are a great toolkit for you in every faucet. Um, the other thing I would say is if you're looking at technology and technology changes, evaluate what you currently have. Really digest what your pain points and weaknesses are, whether you're talking to us or anyone else, make sure that you're asking the right questions. Um, I can tell you some of the, the innovative technology that everyone's talking about today is obviously AI, um, the most notable name, ChatGPT. So we obviously have advances that have, we've been working on for the past several years to integrate AI into our platforms. Um, we have things launching this year, but then there's also the data security aspect. Um, what are you doing from a privacy perspective? And I think it's telling, time will tell how this will play out. But one of the most important things is for advisors right now, it is near impossible for you to be an expert at everything, be an expert at ERISA law, be an expert at investments, especially with all the new CITs coming out, the different fund families. How can you do plan design perfectly? Leverage technology. It can be your best friend. Don't hinder from it. I know recently we were talking to an advisor and for 24 years, he's only used spreadsheets and Word documents for his meetings. And I said, how, how on earth do you survive? And he's like, painfully, I waste an immense amount of time doing this manually. So don't be afraid, adopt, accept, and try to move forward in your brand, your way, because you are unique, you are one of a kind, and don't be afraid of that. Practice management leads to profitability. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and using tools and tech, the more you can gain efficiencies, the more valuable time becomes and you have more of it. Yes. And as we grow our families, we know how important time is right now. Yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, thank you so much for joining today's podcast. You're, as always, you're a wealth of knowledge. Uh, is there any way that anyone can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yes. Here, I'll share my cell phone. I love getting random text messages from people. 704-699-7031. Feel free to reach out. All right. Well, thanks again for your time and look forward to continuing our friendship as we become from the youth of our industry to <laughs> the older folks uh, as we as we progress forward. Thanks again. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's 401k marketing podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of our guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of 401k marketing. The content has been available for informational and educational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed.